0: Alright, what's up? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Frugal Athlete Podcast. It is late today, but we are going to get this done. As I told you before, um n- new podcast is a little bit different. You know, we got, uh, one episode will be interviews with guests. Another episode will be myself, solo episode. Then another one will be interviews with guests. And then back to me to close out the month. So we're going to be doing bi-weekly. Uh, sorry yeah bi-monthly guest interviews and then the rest um, the rest will be me this will help with bandwidth and also to give a more personal take on some of the personal finances uh, insights and experiences that I would like to share Uh, one of the biggest things that I struggle with with the frugal athlete initially was you know not being forward-facing so this is part of our attempt to be more forward-facing Um, sharing my story, sharing my experiences, sharing my insights, sharing my thoughts, um, but also getting the thoughts of others subject matter experts, athletes, former athletes, retired athletes, current athletes, free agents, and the stakeholders that work with these athletes to help them make, manage, and multiply their money in a number of different facets. I'll also be doing some recaps of the episodes that I've been interviewing or episodes that we've published and um, give my insights or takes on that as well with these solo episodes. With that being said, this solo episode, I wanna talk about the importance of uh, good mentors. You know as as an athlete i think is really important um we're going to talk talk about a number of different things but that's going to be the big difference uh, and the reason why i brought this up is because uh, eric armstead a family friend uh who we do some work with uh with another business that i i run um he him and his teammates came under some scrutiny for a rookie hazing uh prank that they did for the rookies and for somehow it uh, obviously, social caught wind of it and blew it way out of proportion. The the story goes, uh, obviously, rookie dinner. It's like a known thing in the NFL, NBA, actually sports in general. You take the rookies out to dinner, you have run up the tab, and then make the rookies pay for it. Lo and behold, the tr- the the trick is either a portion of it, like a high portion of it, is already paid for, or you know, one of the older veterans will take care of it and just make them pay a, a little bit. Um, but because social is going to be social, it leaked and the bill was around $300,000. That wasn't the case. It was not nearly $300,000. There's no way a bill would be that much for the the circumstances that were uh, made in the situation. And then because they caused so much scrutiny, a bunch of tweets, Eric, who's one of the veterans on the team, he brought it to the attention. You know, he kind of, uh put water on the flames that were going on social and, and he, he he said something that really caught my eye he was like i was uh i was in a locker room with x x player y player z player and they taught me better and it's the importance of having good mentors that really uh sh- shined a light for me when he when he said that because the same could hold true the opposite way you know depending on the veterans or the the mentors you have in the game they can either put you on game or put you off your game and i think it's really important as a young athlete whether you're a collegiate athlete looking to you know take it to the next level or you're a pro athlete that's looking to extend your career the mentors that you have in the game specifically on the field um, in terms of understanding all right Should I spend my money on cars? Or should I spend my money on investments? How do I look at advisors? Who do I reach out to can make all the difference. And I really think um, as an athlete, you need to have a a structure on how to go about it. And it's easy to know, it's easy to tell like, all right, this is an athlete I should follow or I should follow in their footsteps or use as a role model. Um, And it's easy to tell who's not, unfortunately, athletes have a hard time because sometimes the mentors that they should be seeking or should be pursuing aren't always the glamorous guy uh in in the locker room in terms of like they're not the more popular guy they're not getting all the brand deals or things like that but at the end of the day they're in the locker room for a reason they've probably played a number of years for a reason and it's important as a young athlete Uh, to find those mentors in your space. As it pertains to off the field, uh, the the same holds true. I can speak personally about it, like I wouldn't be where I'm at in my career, um, specifically off it, if it wasn't for the mentors that I have. Um, I always mention someone by the name of John Harris as being someone that kind of took me under uh, his wing in terms of understanding like athlete development and how important it is to continue your education while you're playing and not just education like school wise but continually to learn continually to challenge yourself continuing uh to meet people in different spaces different athletes that have done it that have been where you are currently uh, because i think it can make all the difference in how you transition or how you work towards different portions and different point uh, pain points in your career uh, so i'm always thankful for him and always thankful for the other mentors that i've had uh, but I thought it was really important to touch on that as it pertains to the importance of good mentors. You know, we've seen countless stories of, you know, uh young players that high, like that highlight a player that like kind of helped them put them took them under their wing. You know, I think of guys like um a, a young uh, uh Andre Iguodala who's, you know, who's seen as a mentor for some other people or uh Chris Paul Or uh, a Dwayne Wade, you know, you see guys like Jimmy Butler, who credits Dwayne Wade for helping him think business wise on how to look at brand deals or how to, you know, think of player contracts or how to navigate the league. You know, you talk about Chris Paul, who's obviously been one of the better leaders of his uh, generation, you know, taking guys under his wing, whether it's, you know, Devin Booker or, you know, other guys that he's played with along the way um obviously a lot of people take inspiration from lebron um and he's a mentor either you know personally and from afar um so it, it's really great to see andre godala you know for the things that he's done in silicon valley you know th- those are things that a lot of people take credit to whether it's evan turner uh Uh, who he considers a a good buddy of his, uh, uh, someone that he is uh, a mentor for, um, or even guys like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and the other people from the the Golden State Warriors. Uh, So these are mentors, these are examples of mentors that, you know, make sense uh, as it pertains to like financial growth, uh, personal growth, career growth. And while it's important to have a roadmap at the end of the day, you still have to drive your own car and you still have to, you know, control your journey, but it's, it, it, it can make all the difference. If you have someone that's, you know, been on the same path as you. Um, so I highly recommend, you know, whether you're an athlete listening to this or you're a stakeholder that helps athletes to, you know, talk to that athlete and, you know, have them reassess their mentors, um, reassess who they're, you know, seeking in terms of guidance. Um, I think if, they do an honest assessment. They may have to make some corrections, um, but if they if if they are willing to and able to, the the path is clear if 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 done right. Um, yeah. So I really wanted to come in real quick and say like the importance of mentors. And the reason why I talked about that is because this month, uh, January, was National Mentor Month. There's a bunch of different like, I don't want to say fake holidays. Uh, but there's a bunch of like holiday, like holidays or themes of the month. Uh, financial wellness month. Uh, it's a national hobby month. It's national mentoring month, and it's career and educational month. Uh, so earlier this month, to start off the year, we talked about financial wellness. Uh, so today I wanted to talk about national mentoring month by highlighting the importance of mentors within the athlete community. Um, I also mentioned career and educational month, so I wanted to touch on different jobs, and I've touched on this in previous podcasts before. Uh, different jobs that athletes can transition to, and um, the top careers like in that space. So I'm just going to list them off um, and, and go from there. These are things that I've seen, things that I've witnessed. There's no like his like statistical backing behind this just general knowledge of what I've seen, what I've witnessed, and going from there. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, I'm going to share with you um, a paper that I got. So this is the MLS player engagement uh, resource page. So it talks about some of the 2022 programs, so last year, and I'm just going to read through it. So. The reason why I highlight this is because it's very important for athletes to take advantage of the resources that are given to them. I feel like a lot of athletes don't do that until it's too late. I mentioned John Harris as a mentor of mine. He is the founder and CEO of Athlife. I'm probably going to include that in the show notes. Um, He's the founder and CEO of Athlife. So so when I was coming into the league, just to give you context, uh, I signed a Generation Adidas contract. So it was a contract that entices young players or underclassmen to go pro by reimbursing them for their education and giving them more compensation. What's not, told, what's not like spoken about or not really highlighted is that quite a few athletes never finish their college degrees. Uh, because of some of the stipulations at play, um, there's like a time limit on when you can complete your degree and odds are, depending on how things shake out, You really never go back to school. So at the end of the day, MLS wins. And they probably won't like me for saying this, but it's known facts and everyone knows it. So I milked it. I used every ounce of reimbursement dollar that I got and even used it more than I was even allocated. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. I finished my uh, bachelor's degree. Then I got my master's degree. Then I did a bunch of executive education courses. I was going to take advantage of the opportunity that gave to me. They trusted me to go pro early and I repaid them by not only completing my degree but playing 12 plus years pro. So they made a good bet and I was able to repay them and repay myself for going pro. But this is not about me. This is about AFLIFE. So AFLIFE is the career development program that MLS is partnered with. So my freshman year, uh, sorry, not my freshman year, my rookie, you're playing, uh, I, I t- reached out to the career development people, saw that Athlife was a partner. I kind of told them my situation. I told them my mom and my dad said, the only reason why I'm able to go pro is that I promised them that I'll finish my, my degree while playing. So I'm trying to get that done. And that's how I met John Harris. John Harris then kind of sat me down and kind of gave me like a roadmap of you know how it would go. Um, I went to UCLA, so I was adamant about finishing at UCLA. Unfortunately, uh, because of the way the season works and having to go back, he had greatly convinced me that that probably wouldn't be the route I should take, um, and that's that's how it happened. So I ended up, you know, going to junior, junior college of Philadelphia, getting my uh, A, my associates, and then from there transferring to University of Louisville, and then getting my bachelor's there. Uh, I got, where's my thing? I got it. I got Magna Cum Laude. Yeah. Magna, Is it Summa Cum Laude and Magna Cum Laude? I'm, I'm trying to read it really. Yeah, Magna Cum Laude. So uh, one to of the top of my class, and then from there it moved on. But that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the MLS Player Engagement Program and the MLSPA Player Engagement Program, and then obviously AFLAC for all the work that they did. So I'm telling that, I'm saying all that to say that take advantage of the resources that are given to you not enough athletes are um let me list some of the programs that they have so they have the a currency program so obviously cryptocurrency education i think that's really important obviously with everything that's going on the nfts education program they have a course coaching license program that allows active players to you know um, get their coaching license because we don't have the time if we're active to go to the courses and do the thing so they allocate a a unique opportunity for people to take care of that Uh, they have a job shadow program which I I did they have a careers in soccer summit uh, which uh, I didn't actually do but definitely will do in the future uh, years I thought that was amazing Um, they have ongoing programs the league access program which I was able to do half life career and academic advising that's what i did it's basically virtual one-on-one coaching sec- uh, sessions that help you figure out your college program um, they have a money management international program how to manage your finances uh... through custom financial presentations uh... mls next match evaluator program and also an mls grades uh... network where you know just helping the alumni group get together so these are ways that athletes can take advantage of uh, you know, their career while they're playing, but also um, post-career. And I say all that to say is that these opportunities, these, this education that you take um, will help you in that transition um, to find that top career for you. So as I get into the top careers, I'm gonna talk about obviously coaching, anything in the fitness space, health and wellness. Um, a lot of athletes find themselves in that space. Um, another one is sales. Um, medical sales, tech sales um, are very popular amongst athletes. Real estate, uh, whether it's being a broker, um, has done. A lot of people get into real estate as well. One, uh, one lane that uh, I recently came across um, that a lot of athletes are. Uh, getting into and obviously I, I do run a frugal athlete but there's a lot of athletes that become financial advisors whether it's because they understand um finances from a different lens and they want to like help others or they had a bad experience or it's uh, it's a kind of eat what you kill industry which athletes do well in but a lot of athletes are in the financial uh literacy space uh, from the financial advising space rather or wealth management space um, what are some other ones that are really popular that we've come across you got the, the trainers you know so like not necessarily coaching but training uh, which falls in line with the fitness space um, I've seen a lot of athletes get into marketing you know whether it's becoming a brand, and brand partnership ambassador or strategic partnerships you know helping be like that kind of connector which is some stuff, some of the things that I do. Another one where a lot of athletes get into the space is uh, agent, you know, being a, a representation manager, uh, helping athletes or other people, you know, find deals. Um, not to say that if you're an athlete, you can't do anything else. I know plenty of athletes that have moved on to become doctors, lawyers, you know, change fields, engineers, whatever it looks like, but these are top careers that athletes transition to. Um, I plan on doing a whole breakdown on, like, each segment um, at some point as a YouTube video series. Um, But I just wanted to touch on these real quick uh, for athletes that are looking um, into that next space. We'll also have in the show notes one of our strategic partners, the Shift Group. Um, They're doing a lot of wonderful things for athletes looking to transition into sales. Uh, Definitely think you all should check them out. Uh, I think athletes would be able to kill it in sales. It's just that dog, um, that like that go-getter mentality that you have to have. That you know the t- intangible skills that you learn from sport, um, you'll definitely be able to be successful in in um, in that space. Coming from a sports background, Also uh, definitely look into that as well. Uh, but with that being said, that's it for this week. Nice and short, nice and sweet. Uh, for the solo episode tune in next week we're gonna have uh, a a guest that I think y'all will like and uh, we'll go from there Uh, at the end of the day uh, please leave a review uh, subscribe uh, rate these are all things that help our platform continue to grow and continue um, to improve on our podcast or our show and uh, with that being said I'll catch you guys next week